Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 782, air date September 25th, 2020. Live again. Anyway, we had a good, go ahead, Sri. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Today, I have the pleasure of company of Dr. Shiva Ayadurai. Dr. Ayadurai, welcome to P Guru's channel. Great. We also have, we'll bring Jeremy in shortly. We also have one of our volunteers from our campaign, Jeremy, and I'll bring Jeremy in very shortly because he'll give a very um, uh, important background. But anyway, Sri, good to ha- good to be here. Sir, I saw you run a very impressive campaign. I mean, you were relentless campaigning across the breadth and width of Massachusetts, and you were on Twitter almost every day. In fact, you and I hosted some very uh, important uh, hangouts regarding, uh, you know, how to build your immune system for COVID. And 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 now I hear that uh, there is a problem that you didn't make it to the Republican primary. You didn't get elected. And I'm shocked. What happened, doctor? Yeah. So as I was telling people on Instagram, probably hearing this, uh, bottom line three is election fraud took place. That's what happened. Just as you were shocked, everyone across the country was shocked. But more importantly, people in Massachusetts, we ran a powerful campaign, as Jeremy will share, but more importantly, the guy that we ran against, I'm not even going to give him publicity. We call him the designated loser who was selected to lose to the Democrats. And this is a practice that the Republican mass GOP has. But this designated loser, uh, no lawn signs, no bumper stickers, no campaign, no visible uh, advertising, no organization, no st- standouts or where people go out and stand out. And I want to bring Jeremy in because he'll tell you to the extent of the campaign that we ran on the ground. Jeremy was really really leading the ground team, putting up signs, bumper stickers, lawn signs. Jeremy, you may just wanna share with people, and Jeremy works a full-time job with three kids, also farms, you know, and I mean, these are the kind of people that came to our campaign. Jeremy? Yeah, so as Shiva said, you know, Shiva went all over the state and talked to people on the ground, and he was very well received by a lot of different people. And these aren't your standard political people that follow politics. These are regular everyday people who are looking for hope and they really love Shiva's message. So we brought in all these volunteers and we were putting lawn signs all over the state. I mean, we couldn't even keep up. The, the, the guy who prints all the lawn signs, he couldn't keep up with us. As soon as we'd get them in, they would just go out. So we have thousands of lawn signs all over the five to six thousand lawn signs maybe more seven thousand upwards all over massachusetts ten thousand bumper stickers street that's how much volume that we put out there wow yeah in the area i live in we have four by eight signs on every major route you can't drive anywhere without seeing the signs and people i talk to on a day-to-day basis say i see his signs everywhere they're all over the place And, and, and everyone i talk to says i'm voting for shiva we voted for shiva and they're just in shock with the results you know i get calls from people saying what happened i don't understand who is this other guy yeah and and, and that was that i think what jeremy said was people would say i never saw even one of my attorneys was very wired in you know he's a democrat you know and he said shiva i never saw and he ran for city council he goes shiva you have to put bumper stickers and lawn signs it's like the basics of knowing you have support not one bumper sticker did i see sri not one lawn sign of this guy. This guy was selected by Charlie Baker, the quote unquote Republican governor, anointed by him, a lawyer, to run against Ed Markey. And they and they the Massachusetts GOP, if there's a uniparty state, 
They've done this consistently to always have designated losers. You know, they offer some state jobs, some judgeship, this kind of thing. To lose, they don't want to challenge the Democrats because they have an affiliation with them. So the quote unquote Republican gets to be the governor, in this, in this case, Charlie Baker, who was, by the way, the mentee of Bill Weld, who ran against Trump. And, you know, Romney, you know, it's that whole sort of crowd. And they're running uh, against two Democrats. Last two years ago, you know, it was uh, Warren. And this time it's a guy called Ed Markey. So there's no way this guy could have won. I mean, you, you've run businesses, three, I've run businesses. Imagine you run a business, you have a great product, you put 10 million into advertising, the other guy has a shitty product, okay? And he does no advertising and he gets all the revenue. It, 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 it's impossible unless you're a marketing genius. And this is so a case let, across let's, let's all demographics as well. What, what's that, Jeremy? And this was the case across all demographics as well. Yes, he got 60-40 among the Hispanics in Lawrence, which 30% unemployment, 60-40 in Brockton among the Blacks, 60-40 among all the white people down in the Cape area. We won in Franklin County, which is predominantly all white working class who knew about us, but it was hand-counted ballots. 70 to 80% of those cities were hand-counted ballots. And therein is where you start finding the reality what was actually going on. Well, um, Dr. Shiva, let me ask you a simple question. Now, whatever be the count, the final count, all the votes, these votes are supposed to be kept, kept for 22 months uh, as per the U.S. Uh, Section 52, I think, or 42. I could, I could be wrong about this. Yeah. There's a requirement. There's a federal requirement that all the votes be preserved in case somebody asks for a question or a recount or so on and so forth. What did you find out, sir? What we found out, which was this uh, morning at uh, around 10.41 a.m. from the counsel of the Secretary of State after we pushed them was they have none of our electronic ballot images saved. By law, they're supposed to save them. Remember, in 51 of the states, when you go in and vote, you give a paper ballot, right? The paper right. ballot is counted by hand. But in the other 300 towns and cities, when you give a ballot, it goes through an electronic scanner. Three and a half viewers who are technical people know when it goes through that electronic scanner, it right. gets converted to an image, a TIFF or a JPEG or some image. Then it's not a human that looks at that image. The computer looks at that image and looks for the dot. So the computer is doing the counting according to the federal law from the chain of custody whatever is used to do the counting must be preserved. Well, in this case, or, or the medium that was counted, in this case, it's the image, right? Because the paper ballot is not counted. So those ballot images must be preserved. So in our FOIA request, which we gave on September 9th, we said, we want all those ballot images. We want to review them. Well, it took them 10 days to send us a two paragraph email, which says, we don't have the ballot images, okay? which means they've destroyed the ballot images. We don't preserve the ballot images. That's what they say. Now, by law, they're supposed to preserve those ballot images because they are the ballots. Because the counting wasn't done on the paper ballots, it was done on the images. So by law, the images at that point become the chain of custody. They literally become the thing that you're supposed to save. And this lack of savings of the ballot basically provides, there's no accountability at all. Because what did you count? The ballot images. Where are the ballot images? We don't have them. So that's a fundamental issue. So that's why when we tweeted out, you know, Massachusetts, 
destroyed 1 million ballot images. That is the fact. So they violated the law. They violated federal law. So what is your next step going to be, Dr. Shifa? Well, there's two things. I, I mean, look, we ran a movement here, uh, uh, Sri. We're not just running an election. We're, we're building a movement, as you and I have talked about, for truth, freedom, and health. Yes. yes. Right? Truth, yes. freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. And that became the slogan, not only in Massachusetts, across the United States. You, you know, my viewership went from about 120,000 to close to 1.5 million. Because that message was about we need we need freedom, which means big tech needs to be uh, exposed, and we have solutions for that because we don't have open discourse. You've been knocked off YouTube. I've been knocked off YouTube. Big tech does that, so we have a solution for that. So freedom, and from freedom we can start practicing real science. So we had a program for that called the Citizen Science Act and Health Eliminating Middlemen. So truth, freedom, and health is this movement. That movement doesn't end. They thought by cheating us, which is what they've done to others, that we're going to walk away. Well, we're escalating our movement street to a write-in campaign, okay? Millions of these cards, and we've updated, Jeremy's team has updated all of our lawn signs, literally overnight. We literally had 600 more lawn sign requests in the last 72 hours coming in. People are pissed off. And you can see what it says here, stop election fraud. So right. anyways, this, and in the back of it, we educate people how to write me in, okay, what they need to do. If you think about it, you could be left wing, right wing, north, south. I don't care even if whatever affiliation you are, but election fraud is quite remarkable that we, you know, you came from India. I came from India originally. If you say election fraud in India on the streets of Chennai, people say, yeah, yeah, that occurs. In Uganda, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you say in America, Jeremy, what do people say? They can't believe it, right? Because it's- no, they, they think they're immune to it. Right. And what so we- Another thing to note here is that we won in a lot of communities where they hand count the ballots because there's no software involved in the tallying of the votes. So when you write in a candidate, they have to hand count those votes. Yeah, they have to hand count these now. So we're forcing them to hand count, but our moving forward is we're doing a write-in campaign. We're escalating the movement. Tomorrow we're gonna be doing a massive protest at the Secretary of State. These people are criminals. They've been doing this. Massachusetts is a uniparty swamp. And by the way, the Massachusetts GOP, the Republican Party, which should have endorsed me and supported me, they've done this to many candidates. Sri, they did this to a guy called Mark Fisher, a Republican who ran against. A, they, they've done this to a guy called Jackie Robinson, not the baseball player. They have a history of in collusion with the Democrats, destroying the Republican. The Republicans destroyed the GOP destroys a Republican guy. To, be, to destroy them if they're truly bottoms up so they have their designated losers. That's what it is. It's no different than you know what they call the fascist Chinese Communist Party, Uniparty, they select some doofus to lose, right, or to win. That's what we have. So I think we're gonna be escalating this and our, part of our goal is to escalate this to teach people, forget, I mean, Trump has been talking about mail-in ballots. We're talking about something even more fundamental. In the software of these systems, they. You and I and Jeremy are not one vote, one person. We are stored as a decimal. And this was discovered by Bev Harris and Benny Smith. Okay. Very nice people have been doing this for years. They haven't gotten the limelight on this. And they said, Shiva, we're so glad you're in it. You can bring this out. The software has a capability to do what's called a weighted race. So let's say you and Jeremy are running straight. You got a thousand votes. He got 2000 votes. They can literally multiply Jeremy's 2000 votes by a factor like 0.3. So he ends up getting 600 votes and multiplying you 
by 1.5 and you end up getting whatever, uh, you know. A thing to note here too, is that when they use that feature, it turns off the ability to save the image. It deletes the images. Okay. Oh, so, so that's another way to prove that uh, that's what could have happened, right? Yes, because another like, indicator. Yeah, so the software in 2001 added this weighted race feature, which Bev Harris discovered for mm -hmm. homeowners associations. Let's say the three of us were homeowners in an association. You own 2,000 square feet of property. I own 1,000. Jeremy owns 1,000. Well, they said, okay, if we're deciding on, I don't know, to put in a new driveway, you should get two votes. I should get one and one because you could be getting taxed more. So that was called a weighted race. Well, that feature they left in, it's an undocumented feature. Benny Smith showed that within seconds, because a variable for our vote count is stored as a decimal variable, they can change it overnight. Uh, Bev Harrison uh, got actually the votes from the Cheney, John Kerry, you know, Bush Cheney election. And you can see the data in the Microsoft Access database. It's not John Kerry got 133 million votes or whatever. He got 133 million points. It was carried out to like the thousands or something. Yeah, like that. it's like 15 digits. Why are they storing votes as decimal variables? How it's, can you have a partial vote? It does, just does not make sense. Well, we did have it one time when, when blacks were slaves. They got they were three-fifths, okay? Mm. So what they're saying is that they can flip a switch. If they see someone like me bottoms up winning, that's why this guy didn't campaign, Sri. I was thinking, why is this guy not campaigning? Why was Jeremy and his team? We had 500 standouts. He was in his basement watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Shiva, I want to finish that line of thought that we were having. You said yeah. that you're doing a write-in campaign, right? Right. So everybody sends in the write-in campaign. Right. For our viewers, could you please walk us through the process? Then what happens, sir? Right. So what happens is, okay, so if you look at this thing here, let me show you the ballot here. This is what a Senate ballot looks like, okay? Right. right. You see... We're not even giving these fools names. One of them is Marky. We call lawyer one at one doofus lane, lawyer two at two doofus lane. Okay. Okay. But there is a part of the ballot where you can write in a name. So okay. we're telling people to write in Dr. Shiva. They don't have to put in Shivayad, right? Because according to the Supreme Judicial Court, it's based on intent. Obviously, there's not too many Shivas who are running for U.S. Senate in Massachusetts. Okay. Right. Right. And they have to put that and they have to circle that. So we are giving instructions. So when mm -hmm. they did that, if they hand this ballot to, to Jeremy's point, to a town, which actually has, where they do it by hand, they, they have to count this, right? They have to hand count this. And they say, okay, Shiva got one, write it. Now that's 51 cities where they do hand counting. Now in the other 300 towns and cities where they do uh, the machine counting, by law, when a write-in vote comes, they have to hand count it. I see. I okay, see. So we are now forcing them to hand count all of our votes. So, so what you are now going to do is get the message out there to all the 300 plus cities. Right, guys, give write in this choice. Right. Write in who you want as your Republican. Right in, right in, yeah. And so our biggest thing is the the reason that they're so scared of us, three is typically in a Republican primary, very few people vote. We bought so many people out to vote. Only the stalwart voters vote. We, If you looked at our campaign and you talked to people, they say, I've never voted in a primary. I've never voted. I never held a lawn sign. I never put a bumper sticker for anyone. How many people tell, tell that to us, Jeremy? It was over and over again. Yeah, a lot of people. Consistent message. So we brought out new people. They didn't like that. 
in the primary elections, neither party wants electors coming that they can't control. They have a finite set of people. The, the GOP party, in this case, owns them. They message them. They, and they were illegally helping this other guy. They're not supposed to do mailings for him. They did mailings for him. They funded him. They violated so many laws. They don't care. Because this is like, you know, in third world countries that they do whatever they want. They can kill people, shoot people. They can get away. And there's there's nothing you can do. So, Dr. Shiva, so there is, the window is closing because ballots uh, have to be printed out with a Republican candidate for Senate. Now, what is the timeline that we have so that people understand that you need to write in for Dr. Shiva like ASAP as soon as you get it in mail, right. turn it around and put it back or, or something that like that. So you have some dates in mind, sir. How yes. So basically, you can right now, the Secretary of State has mailed out nearly 4.7 million applications, or you can go online because there's 4.7 million registered voters. So people can apply and they can check off which ballot they want, the Republican ballot or the Democrat ballot, okay? When the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, they can get the ballot because it's a general election. Hmm. The good news is when they get the ballot, whether you're Republican or you're Democrat and you're independent, you can write us in, it doesn't matter. So the most important thing right now, Sri, is to let everyone know Dr. Shiva is continuing to run. We're not backing away. We're running as a write-in candidate. And by the way, there's been precedence of two senators who have won that way, Strom Thurmond and Lisa Murkowski from Alaska and Strom Thurmond. I forget which state he's from. Okay. They have oh, won. Wow. I didn't know that. That's very important. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does happen. That yeah. gives me a lot of hope. And, and uh, Dr. Shiva, I, if you will just permit me, I want one small messaging that needs to go out to the entire world. Uh, friends, we need the likes of Dr. Shiva in the Senate. I want to take you all back to a few years ago when Mark Zuckerberg was being hauled, hauled over the coals in Senate hearings and congressional hearings. But the guy was spinning, weaving stories around them. None of them knew what he was saying. He, he is just got him, he hasn't even got a slap on his wrist for what happened as election fraud in the 2016 election. Guess what? If Dr. Shiva was there, there is no way they could have gotten away with this. My point here is that we need some intellectual heft in the Senate. We need somebody of the caliber of Dr. Shiva. Four degrees in MIT? Come on now. I mean, one degree is like a lifetime achievement. So it's, it's amazing that a person of his caliber has to fight so hard just to get his voice heard. This is not fair, guys. America is built as an equal opportunity country where everybody comes seeking their fortune. And, and you know, we are all very happy. This is the most open society, most, uh, you know, welcoming society. And let's understand that having someone of Dr. Shiva's caliber in the Senate is a very big plus for the entire country. And in fact, I would say for the entire world. So Dr. Shiva, in, in closing, if you would like to say something, and Jeremy, thank you very much. If you would like to chime in too, please go ahead. And I think I'd like to perhaps uh, bring this thing to a halt. I don't know how much time we have, but I just want to- I think we're good. I, I think we covered the main issues. Uh, I, look, I, I think your point is well taken. If you look, this a senator uh, is a little bit different than a House of Representatives. The goal of a senator was to bring new ideas. They weren't just supposed to parrot the ideas of their public. They were supposed to bring ideas and innovation back to their people. It was supposed to be the other way around. You're supposed to bring ideas to your people versus the House of Representatives sort of just says, what do you want? And I'm going to take your views to the Senate. So it's a fundamentally different thing. So I think people deserve 
someone like me and or someone like Jeremy, one of us, meaning working people. Uh, you know, I'm a worker. I grew up in working class neighborhoods in New Jersey. I work still to this day. I still work as a scientist. Um, Jeremy's an IT engineer. If you look at the our entire volunteer base, engineers, there were some doctors, a uh, lot of working people, a lot of nurses, a lot of plumbers, electricians, people who actually had a job, people who actually know something. Know how to get things done. You know how to get things done. Take a problem, we go solve it. Not a bunch of doofus lawyers. We have two lawyers. So the opportunities, do, do people want lawyers who create problems? They're the ones who created these election laws that says you can delete ballot images. Who did that? They did. It's an insider trading game. So in addition to having someone with my sort of skill set who could have destroyed Zuckerberg, most of those people didn't even know what questions to ask him. I mean, they, they missed so many opportunities, right? Because they are relying on some 22-year-old analyst who's working for a lobbyist. That's where they're getting the answers from. They've never written code. They've never created an engineering system. They don't even know how to create the policies. That's why no problems ever get solved, except things get just split up into left and right, black and white. Okay, right now, be up, support BLM or you support the police. Same black and white narrative. Every issue gets divided and you don't go to the nuance of the problem. And Jeremy will tell you, you know, Jeremy, you know, I, Jeremy was here and I needed a stand for my um, iPhone. Well, Jeremy went and made it. Okay, here it is. He went and made it in two days. Okay. That's Nothing fancy, but it works. No, but what I'm saying is we as engineers or problem solvers, we solve things. These people don't solve anything. In fact, they're all criminals. The fact that they could destroy ballot images, that they do this, says that the United States has become one big insider trading game. And it's squeezing, like you're saying, the hardworking people in this country. $50 trillion have been transferred from the working people in the last 40 years upwards. Yeah, so there is socialism. Socialism for the 0.1%. There's been a redistribution of wealth upwards. And the reason that's occurring is because we don't have people who are actually building this country anymore. It's a few set of people who are consolidating incredible amounts of wealth. And that's fine if you want to be wealthy, but it has nothing to do with market forces to grow the whole pie. That's no longer happening. The, the increase is only affecting the top 10 decile of the population. And so you, you, you don't really have innovation and true market economies anymore. They That's cheat. true. Yeah, Simply I totally cheat. I'm sorry, let, I let you finish your thought. Go ahead. Simply put, the word that comes to me is when I was in high school, the kids that would cheat from your homework. These people cheat, okay? They don't do the work. They're cheaters. That's all they are. That's They cheat. Election fraud. They're cheaters. That's why they hang out in their country clubs. This guy who we ran did nothing. Because he knew he had it in the bag. One phone call, flip the switch, we're in. It's disgusting. Um, Jeremy, if you'd like to add a few words. Yeah, Jeremy can wrap it up. I'm sure Jeremy would have some. Go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, just, just the fact that their inability to do make any real changes in politics have lulled the public to sleep to where nobody's paying attention anymore. And now they're getting away with all these things and there's nobody paying attention. People need to really wake up and see what's really going on. And, and thank you very much, Jeremy. Dr. Shiva, I wish you all the best. And Jeremy, your work begins now, as a matter of fact. I think we need to get this word out there. Fight the good fight. If the people of Massachusetts still think somebody else is better than Dr. Shiva, so be it. But you don't win this way. You are winning bad right now. This is not the way democracy is supposed to work. This is not the way truth is supposed to work. 
Dr. Shiva, I wish you all the best. And I hope that you will come back on our panel and, and talk about things that matter for this country, for this whole world. Thank you very much, sir. And Jeremy, thank you once again. And all the best. Thank, thank you. Very much, Hold on one second, sir. I'm going to end this broadcast. I'll come back.